Hey, this is Fly Guy with a little mini intro for you here. Just wanted to apologize for some of the audio delays that we've uh, unfortunately got within this show. Recording across the interweb with um, several guests across the USA and obviously here in Australia caused a bit of an overlap. And so occasionally throughout the show, you'll hear some uh, delays in some of the audio recorded. We've tried our best to clean that up. But um, we still wanted to make sure they're available to you because there's a lot of good content in here. So apologies about that, but um, sit back and enjoy the show. Cheers. Boring conversation anyway. This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast made by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Boring Conversation Anyway is officially sponsored by BigBadToyStore.com. Thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out BigBadToyStore.com for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. This is episode 21, recorded on Sunday the 18th of September. And with me as a special uh, uh, guest co-host again is uh, Nabil. Hello, Nabil. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Cool. Glad to be back. Yeah, thanks for joining us again, man. Much, much appreciated. And yet again, been watching all your videos and getting so jealous, which we need to talk about. <laughs> uh, and also, a, a long, long time we've been trying to reorganize this, and, and my bad, it's just been one issue after another. But finally, from from deep on Tatooine within the Sarlacc is uh, the guys, from, well, one of the guys at the moment from the Sarlacc uh, Pit Podcast, and that is Chris. Hello, dude. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> Day Thank two you. of the Blu-ray release, huh? <laughs> if anyone doesn't follow uh, the the Sarlacc Pit uh, podcast on on Facebook, well, you should. And um, but uh, Chris certainly uh, has been tweeting and and podcasting, and it's been like a marathon you've had, Chris. Of uh, you know, EDM must go to Walmart, pick videos up or Blu-rays up, and you know, then you've watched every film, and has has every film you've been watching, you've been tweeting and. Yeah, you've you've been an absolute diehard on this. Did you watch all of the stuff or? No, I, I had a, a yesterday off, so I got a chance first thing watch the deleted scenes, of course. And then I ended up going in and watching Star Wars, and then I skipped and went to Return of the Jedi because I was going over to some friends' house for a Blu-ray party, and I just knew they were going to be watching Empire. But when we get over there, they want to watch the uh, deleted scenes. So I'm like, all right, no problem. I can watch those again. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to the the, the blue reason we'll we'll chew over them in just um a moment and we'll go through all that because there's yeah there's a lot of talk about blueries actually but just so we don't lose it on other stuff there's a couple of other things um well in fact you know we probably i'm just looking at our show notes here and it's blurry 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 what the hell? We may as well talk about the blurry stuff because it's there. So um, yeah. So Nabil, <laughs> you um, you also uh, went and got your uh, uh, Blu-rays this week, and I know you've done an unboxing video, but do you want to give your kind of brief overview and rundown of, of what was in the video again for everyone here? Well, um, basically, I was just showing in my unboxing, you know, basically what it has to offer on the inside. You know, you have the artwork. You know, it's basically like a booklet. So when you open it, like it has the artwork of Episode One and then the disc on the right hand side, and it's cool because they basically made like a little painting, if you will. I forgot the artist's name, but he's done some amazing Star Wars paintings, um, and he's taking them from different shots of the film. So he took like a photo shot of Darth Maul. Now I don't remember seeing 
you want to open up, the first one is obviously episode one, so I don't remember seeing Darth Maul standing in the position that the you know artwork is in. But if you flip it to uh, Attack of the Clones, you have Anakin's looking out uh, and on Naboo after he had the nightmare with his mother. And Padme mm. looking to the side, you know, then you flip it to Revenge of the Sith and it has Anakin, you know, looking at the camera with his Sith eyes or whatever. And then like a little on the right hand corner, you see Anakin and Obi-Wan clashing their lightsabers um, it's, it's, when they're going down the what's it called? The uh, the lava river, whatever. <laughs> L- lava river works for me, man. Yeah. M- Mustafar, yeah. Mustafar. No, yeah, I know the planet. I'm just saying, oh, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. scene in specific, yeah. <laughs> Love, Lava River works. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the artwork within Seda, it, it's it's kind of like from the uh, book Star Wars Visions, isn't it? Or have you seen that? Or I've seen a little bits and pieces. I think it's similar. I'm not too sure if it's the same. But I guess you could say, yeah, it's something like that. It, it seems a really chunky box. And kind of in your video, you were showing... Um, like every page you were flipping across, there was a disc, and mm-hmm. it seems really thick. Is it? But yeah, it's fat. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks. Yeah, it is, and it's pretty heavy. When I first got, it, I'm like, oh wow, it's pretty <laughs> heavy. Because you have obviously the six movies plus the three bonus discs with like a million content. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And you bought yours at Fye in the states. Um, yeah, I got it at Fye. And you got a very cool poster as well, a double sided poster with it. Yep, the prequel and original trilogy. Picture which is just fantastic. I love it. It's the one set of artwork for the movies that I really like. Actually, it's um, it's mm-hmm. really really cool. So what about you, right. Chris? You've obviously had um, <laughs> you've been watching them. You've bought them. Where, where did what did you uh-huh. do? You got up at seven a.m. and you get picked up at eight, and then you went to where did you go? <laughs> well, I work for Target, so I got up like you said seven and threw on my clothes, half asleep, and headed up to work. Because uh, we opened at eight, and me and a friend of mine, we met up there, and then of course we walk in and grab it. And I thought it was funny because our other employees were like, "What are y'all doing here? Like, <laughs> what do you think we're doing here? Are you kidding me?" So we go in and grab those, and we had the exclusive uh, artwork uh, lithographs, which is the same artwork oh, yeah. that's inside of the book, which is really nice. You get eight pieces, and nice. that that'd be something really nice to frame. Put them all together and frame it. Mm, I agree. And uh, then I headed home and sat down and popped it straight in and started watching deleted scenes. Me too. <laughs> I think that's what everyone. I think that's what everyone's done. Just look at the deleted scenes first. Well, it, it, it's a Star Wars kind of porn that you've never seen. It's like you know, new creatures, <laughs> yeah. new yeah. something. It's like man, you know, it's <clears throat> it's it exciting be cool stuff. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I, I've, I think over the years, I've heard and seen a lot of it, and probably as you, as you guys have seen as well. You know, we've seen little snippets of, of things. We've seen stuff on CD-ROMs, Behind the Magic, it was called, years ago. And, you know, the, the really famous Tatooine scenes with Biggs, etc. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've all been really well documented in some ways, the Sandstorm. But there was a website, uh, Star Wars Aficionado, uh, through the week. And they actually went through and gave a kind of, um, just the first thing there in our show notes, they, they gave a kind of breakdown of some of the stuff and, and basically pulled it all together. And was there anything else in there that you guys, favorite deleted scene, for example? I think, Nabil, you and I were talking, yours was Return of the yeah. Jedi? No, it was, uh, well, I mean, you got the Return of the Jedi one where it's like Luke constructing his lightsaber. That's just awesome. I love it. <laughs> I mean, when you have it, when you're watching it, surround sound and everything, you're like, oh, my God. When he turns on the lightsaber, it has like a really powerful sound to it. 
Man, it was awesome. But no, uh, I like the one where I did like the one on A New Hope a lot. The one with uh, the scene with Biggs and all his other friends and stuff. That's a long deleted scene. I think that's like yeah. the longest deleted scene you can watch. <laughs> but uh, I think one of the ones I did like the most was when uh, Anakin's basically he kills Shock T or whatever. If it was better edited, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. But, uh, you know, just to see him actually going behind her and just stabbing the crap out of her and then walks away. While you see clones attacking other Jedi's, it was pretty cool. Yeah, probably well, that was my did favorite. You, did you notice that that particular piece of Shock T was the exact same thing that the, was mm-hmm. in the deleted scene the, of Grievous? Uh, yeah, early in the movie. Yeah, they just cut and pasted. I'm like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what made it. That's what made it retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, what what about you? What was your favorite kind yeah. of deleted scene that you watched? What was your uh, first? Well, I've seen the bigs and stuff sure. before because I had the behind the magic, and we've seen bits and pieces of that. And I really was looking forward to the Wampa sequence, yeah, which yes. was really great to see it, but it was really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And but my absolute favorite that I just could not wait to see was the sandstorm because we have not seen any. Yeah. I have never seen anything but images. I've never seen any footage. In fact, yeah. the only piece of footage I saw was like Luke walking away. Yep. And it was it was longer. I I didn't know what to expect. I was like, is this going to be cut like some of the other ones, or is it going to be actual footage? And it was it was actual footage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my goodness, he could easily fix that up and put it back in special editions. I, I mean, it looked great. It looked great. Do a little touch up and re-record the lines, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one for for many many years. I'd always seen the uh, map painting, the artwork. That was done as a kind of distance shot. I think it was actually more for for Luke's Jedi lightsaber scene. But there's no sandstorm, and you just see the Falcon and an X-wing in a big valley on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it just it got fanboys like all of us, you know, so excited, like you know, what the hell scene was that? And of course, then it all leaked out this <laughs> this sandstorm over the years. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. I've still not watched them as yet. So uh, shame on you. Yeah, no, I, I, well. Look, it's a price on me. That's what it is. It's uh, it's a little bit more expensive here, and I'd pre-ordered it on Amazon the minute it came out, so uh, it yeah. should be here next week. So, um, look, the way I figured it is, I, I know who his dad is, so I thought, well, I kind of know the story. Yeah. So, and, uh, <laughs> I know who the chosen one is, and whatever. It, you know, it's kind of you know, and I've got the movies already, so you know. But I know it's um, I would have run it and bought them here, but they were generally around about 120 bucks, and I thought, you know what, I'll save the money. So. Um, so, favorite deleted scene. I mean, I would have loved to have seen the Wampus scene as well and be a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it, it seemed like such a great idea. And if you've ever played the video game, the uh, the, the huge stand-up console uh, where you basically you're a snowtrooper. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Atari uh, Star Wars, yeah. the arcade. I think it's called. And um, you yeah, basically yeah. battle Wampus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was still have that. Yeah, but that's what I no no go for it. That's what I was expecting too and. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then, of course, yeah, those, it doesn't work that way, does it? <laughs> <laughs> the Wampas look terrible. I, know. I mean, they they really couldn't they get them to work at all. And the one thing <laughs> that I thought was kind of disappointing was some of the scenes that they showed. You had no dialogue with it, or yeah. no sound at all. It's just like nothing. And I mean, I understand if they didn't finish it or whatever. Yeah. I understand that, but it was a little disappointing in some pieces of it you're like uh hello what's going on <laughs> and, i mean with the with the wampa scene in general you had some the rebel officers 
standing around talking over a dead wampa and you don't have no idea what they're saying. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what are you saying? You want to turn the volume up, but it's not helping. <clears throat> you know? They, they really did. I mean, considering this Blu-ray, I, I get why they, why they did it, but considering this Blu-ray, they've literally just given us them as, as crappy, as rough, and as ready right. as they were. Which, <laughs> well, some of them were touched up. The Luke and Diggs looked better. Um, yep. What was it? The Luke uh, lightsaber one looked better. Yeah. But, I mean, well, you, you take the Sandstorm sequence. They had the words going across the screen mm. to tell, so that you knew what they were saying, but you could hear what they were saying. It was just really, really low. And I'm like, okay, you did it for this, but why can't you do it for this other one or some of the other ones? Help us out here. Mm. I mean, you do it for one, but not the others. Mm. It, it really does seem to be we're going to get these Nabil and I were just saying this just before the call um, we're going to get these movies again as you know and, and Nabil you said 3D obviously um, mm -hmm. but uh, I think we're going to get the ultimate ultimate fanboy wet dream edition one day uh, but but not yet probably by the time yeah. <laughs> but uh, years from now though yeah exactly we'll be uh, yeah we'll be very old fanboys I think but uh <laughs> You guys will, I won't. <laughs> so, look, I mean, all there's a couple of other uh, things down there. There was some other, I mean, everybody's been going on about the uh, deleted scenes. Uh, I'll jump forward uh, one of the things in the uh, the breakdown of the deleted scenes. One of the I wanted to talk about with you guys, because now you've both seen it, so we can get this firsthand, mm -hmm. is the some of the scenes and where they actually change. For example, the... Um, uh, uh, the Tatooine, the changes, Return of the Jedi. Is there a Doug? Uh, does he appear in the the scene? You know, no, he isn't. Ah, what the hell? Yeah, you I know never what? Saw I him. think. You know, I, I didn't notice him either. I I I did notice that some of the ones that we apparently saw, uh, some of the changes, they aren't real. So I don't know who did them, but whoever did do those scenes, wow, they really did them good. <laughs> they were really convincing. But no, there was just. Yeah, I, I know there was one scene. Uh, I don't know if it was in episode one or episode two. They showed on YouTube where they had something going on, and I saw the movie. Like for example, episode one, the only thing that I noticed changed was the Yoda CG. That's it. Mm, yeah. Then for Attack I, of the Clones, I had a chance to watch that. Oh yeah, but that's the only thing you see. So there's nothing special about it. I mean, they did perfect the quality. You know, the lightsabers are really good. Yep. Uh, quality all that but it's just cg yoda and then episode two the only difference i've noticed so far is uh when anakin's having the dream about um his mother she's actually yelling anakin anakin help me and i was like oh snap um which it, i think it made that scene a bit more better now because anakin's always talking about how he's literally seeing her as bright you know as was he seeing um padme but now we get a better idea since he we actually see hear her yelling in pain Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool, but for the other four movies, I still haven't seen them. Crap! I gotta put that in now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there, was, there was other ones there. Uh, they're not in that link, unfortunately. But I'll, I'll talk to you. <coughs> you guys can let us know. So we we, we get to see the the new take of Luke. Uh, sorry, not Luke. Han and Leia on Empire when they deliver the kind of different "screw you" kind of statement. Do you know what I'm talking about? You mean in the beginning of Empire? Yeah, and they're on horse, and the two of them are having an argument. In oh, the yeah. The, the argument's, like, longer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a heck of a lot longer. They just talk more crap. I'm glad they deleted it because it was just unnecessary. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, well, I, I like the difference. It's nice to see it. So, and it was one of the of course. more quality kind of scenes, I think. But uh, the, the other one was um, so so there was no Doug in Java's Palace. That's, that's obviously maybe been a kind of uh, fan change or something, or someone's. I don't know what's happened there. That's kind of weird. Um, I, it was kind of exciting, though. That's that's what I was like. Oh, this is gonna be really cool. Yeah, but the, I would have to see it and check it out. I know, I know. <laughs> the other one was Wicket. Do you guys? Uh, did you get to see any uh, blinking Ewoks? Did it was it noticeable? Yes, yes, it's very, very noticeable. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, I, I just watching it the first time. I'm thinking, okay, that's too slow. Because you, you think about it, because it got me to looking at Leia and the other human characters. When you're watching them, you don't notice them blinking because it's, it's too fast. Yeah. But to mm-hmm. notice them actually blink, I'm like, oh, okay. It's not really repetitive in your face, but when you once you see it, you can't not see it every time it happens. And then when they show the little baby Ewok mm-hmm. sitting in the basket, he blinks. And I'm okay. like, seriously? <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, baby Ewok is blinking. I'm just like, oh. Um, Lincoln baby. Oh, boy. Well, Matt is uh, jumped on here, so uh, yep. you want me to try and add him in? Bring right him quick? in. Yep, bring him in. Um, Matt and Chris, for those that uh, don't know, run the uh, Sar- Sarlacc Pet Podcast and um, GalacticBinder.com as well. So, yeah. Come on, dudes. Hmm. Uh, it might put you on hold. No worries, no worries. We'll catch up in a minute. We'll talk about one other scene, uh, which is CGI Yoda from the Phantom Menace. Uh, um, what did you think, Nabil? I've seen the clip online, but did it make much difference in the Blu-ray? Did it look much better when you? Yeah, it definitely looked much better. You know, you get at least I appreciate it a lot more. You know, it made me smile seeing. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Now you get to see in the prequel. All three of them CG, which looks a lot better, you know. Yeah. You saw him as a puppet in episode one, then two and three, you see him CG, then you go in five and six, and he's a puppet again. You're like, what the heck? And there's something different about Empire, though, in my mind, and you tell me if you think it's different because you're a younger generation mm-hmm. than me, but I actually thought that the puppet Yoda and Empire Strikes Back kind of looks really believable. Yeah, that's 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 what we kind of spoke about on in the last podcast. Yeah. That's why I like that puppet a lot better. He really looks a lot closer to the CG version compared to the episode one, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, is a wannabe Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wannabe Yoda. Uh, when you look <laughs> yeah, at the old just, one, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I know, I, I know from now on when I want to watch episode one, I'm going to the Blu-ray version. Yep. I'm never going back to those old ones. <laughs> it's the old puppet. And it's just it's terrible when you watch it again. He's just suffering and this thing wobbles with the ears. It's mm-hmm. just it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. CG version was definitely good. But like I said, that's the only difference episode one had. Yep. The um, I noticed one other thing. Again, you've probably not watched all the movies. Did you get a chance to watch <clears throat> New Hope yet? Me? Yeah. Uh, no, nope. I haven't. We'll, we'll see whether the guys have done that. Apparently, Guido... Um, and Han have a little bit of a, a changed sequence and timing, and, and they both kind of shoot at the same time now. So we went from. Oh yeah, I saw that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah we've went from. Um, we've, you didn't know that you was gonna go. <laughs> we've got a kid joining us. We've actually got a real life. <laughs> hey guys, what's happening? How you doing, Matt? Good. I'm good. I. We're driving in the car right now. I'm on the 3G, so 
if I fall off or something happens, you'll know why. No worries at all. And Nabil, are you still there? <laughs> Nabil? Oh, dear. Nabil. Um, let me just hold on one second. I may have to dial you back in one second, Chris and Matt. Hold on one well, sec. Okay. And yeah, just a little bit of uh, technical uh, stuff there uh, to get this guy on the call. But it's Matt from the Sarlacc oh, yeah. podcast and uh, GalacticBrainer.com as well. Thanks for joining us, dude. So you're... Hey, thanks for having me. No, no worries. Finally, really glad to get you guys. It's been so hard to get everyone together on this call to, to thank you guys for having Whit and I on. We couldn't even get Whit today, so... Um, but there we go. But uh, you, so you, He's too busy watching the Blu-rays. He's too busy watching the Blu-rays, exactly. Um, are you driving, Matt, or are you... Are you there, Matt, still? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually a passenger now, Um Nice. So you you, ha- now you, can talk. you handed over the steering wheel to your kid while you were. That's fantastic. That's stunt work. Yeah, you know, I'm, it sounds like I might be on a little bit of a delay too. No worries. Um, okay. We'll try yeah. and piece that. No, I'm, I've been watching the I've been watching the Blu-rays today, and I've actually got through uh, was the bonus disc two, which is the original trilogy stuff, and then I've been I jumped over to the Clone Wars because I co-host another show, Frontlines. And I've been taking some notes on that, so it's been a it's been a busy day with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's been a busy week for Star Wars, I think, really, for all of us. <laughs> yeah, between uh, I've yet to watch the Clone Wars myself as well, but um, so we, we just went through some of the deleted scenes on, on the Blu-rays. Um, <clears throat> what was your kind of favorite kind of you know fanboy absolute geek moment on the disc so far? <laughs> you know, it's it's got to be the original trilogy because that's what I grew up with and seeing those um, deleted scenes and what's different about that and the, and the, and the prequel trilogy is like the original trilogy, there's not much left to do as far as um, effects, you know, cause it was all, all, um, re- it was not, not much of the uh, effects that they had to do yep. except for add lightsabers mm-hmm. in and a few other things. So to see all a lot of those scenes, uh, me and Chris were talking. He was he was texting me yesterday about the sandstorm and and uh, all those original trilogy stuff was really really fun to watch. Excellent. It was. So what did you think of the Wampa scene? Oh, that was a great too. Um, and like I said, yeah, you didn't have to do a lot of effects because you had that that suit that worked so well. <laughs> uh, been... That was one of my favorites, especially the three PL it off, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that has been a long time coming, that one. The uh, the 3PO ripping off the sign yeah. for the Wampa. So you actually get to see the, the sign getting ripped off and then the Sand Trooper, sorry, the Sand Trooper, the Snow Trooper goes inside and gets mauled. Is that, that what we see? Well, you don't see him yes. get mauled. Oh, it's yeah. actually kind of, it's really kind of funny the way they did, the way they shot it. The three uh, Snow Troopers walk up to the door and one opens the door and then all of a sudden the Wampa arm comes out, snatches one and pulls him in while the other trooper yeah. shuts the door again. And then, and then he and then he leans up against the door to listen to what's going on inside. Okay, that's bizarre. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's definitely a sequence which is begging to be added back into the movies uh, uh, digitally and corrected. And I hope we get to see it one day. Look, one of the most controversial scenes through all of the movies uh, really was the, uh, and I only have to say the one word, no. If you know what I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, the no heard round the, the world. No, and it just um, I, I've got my thoughts on it. But Nabil, you go first. What, what, what was your thoughts on the um, on that sequence? If you've seen it yet, yeah, um, 
Good, bad, <sighs> do you care? It's not <laughs> necessary. It's like I said in the last podcast. It's not necessary because we already know that's Vader's redemption. We know he comes back and becomes Anakin again. Yep. We understand that already, but it's just not necessary. It's fine, to, like like I said, because you know it's his part of his redemption. But um, I don't know. It, it's not necessary. It was one of those things that George didn't have to do, but I mean, he did it, so we can't do anything about it now. Exactly. Uh, Chris, what about you? Do you do you think it adds any value to it, or do you? Well, I'm not sure yet. I I saw it when it popped up online. And I didn't like it, but I was like, you know what? You only get just a little piece of it. I want to see the whole scene. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I waited to see the whole thing. I watched it, backed it up, watched it again. And I'm I'm not sure yet. And in a way, I kind of like it. And in another way, I don't like it. Because like you you said, it's not necessary. I understand him, George, wanting to connect old Anakin with Vader. But... Like you said, it's not really necessary, but I'm, I don't quite know yet how I feel about it. We, uh, uh, Matt and us, we're, we're going to do our uh, Blu-ray special sure. here next week. And I'm still, that's one thing there on that particular one. I want to think about that one some more before I, I, I don't know. I kind of like it, then I don't. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, I, I still hadn't quite sorted out my feelings on that yet, just yet. Unlike the Ewoks blinking. Yep. <laughs> what, what about you, uh, uh, Matt? What, what are you thinking? Well, you know what? I, I would say that right now, um, that particular scene doesn't bother me as much as the Han Greedo scene. And I, you know, that was one of the big complaints when the special editions came out. Oh, you know, that was the biggest one. Let's just say that. And yeah. <laughs> the Vader one doesn't. The Vader one doesn't bother me as much as as that one did. Um, and, and you know what? There's people on both sides of this fence, guys. There's you know some that are saying, you know, it really, you know, it doesn't make too much of a difference to me. You know, I've heard you've heard a uh, forecast. What's his name? Uh, Jimmy Mac. He was saying that mm-hmm. he was yeah. saying that that scene, that scene particularly, almost needed some kind of um, editorial. To him, yeah. needed something. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's other people that are like, no, you know, you don't need to do that. It's just you know what Vader's thinking. We all know what Vader was thinking. You know, he's finally. He comes to the grips that you know his son's about to die and he's not gonna let that happen so you know i could see arguments on both sides yeah and yeah. like i st- like i said you know that, that scene doesn't bother me as much as the uh Grito, so yes. it's okay you know it's it's i didn't really think it was needed but it's not gonna it's not gonna bother me that much i think i think the thing that got me the most was uh having watched it only in a brief clip just just the initial impressions were that the first no which is pretty much the same as the, the force cast guys were saying the first no kind of works a little bit it does but it's mm-hmm. yeah but it's this second yeah. Yeah. kind of thing which just brings me yeah. right back <laughs> to the the prequel trilogy which i just i hate the sequence where he's just it just doesn't seem to work for me, uh, and it's forever. If you, you've probably seen, I think it's no.com, like 10 zeros, <laughs> um, and you, it's basically a big button you press. You ever seen that website? No. It's a oh, website, yeah. yeah you, you literally, you, it's in, and I think, 10os.com, yeah. and uh, we'll put that in the notes. But uh, yeah, and it's just that sequence is now just, it's became this internet meme, and yeah, it kills it for me, but. The first no is good. You know what it did too? What's that? 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt guys. Uh, you know what's crazy about this too? Yep. <laughs> you know what's crazy about this too is is that that scene has caused so much uh, so much yeah. like animosity and stuff that the that uh, Katie Lucas is even getting like tweets that you know people are pissed at her dad and she's like, well, you know, hold on a second. What are you? Don't take it out what on. What are me. you coming at me for? You know, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. That's you know? nuts. But that's yeah, yeah that's that's and, the internet. And these people, these people are making these comments before the Blu-rays even come out, so they're not even seeing yeah. the whole scene. And that's kind of what I, I was like. You know, I want to see the whole scene. And yeah. Matt, you made a perfect point because when I was watching it, when he's first, when he says the first note, it hit me all through through myself. I felt it. I was like, okay. But then you're right. The second one really doesn't fit. That's kind of part, probably why I'm I'm still kind of on the fence. You know why the first one works, but the second one doesn't. The reason I found out the problem was when Jimmy Mack um, went to the Clone Wars premiere and he uh, spoke to um, Matt Wood, who plays uh, General Grievous. Yep. Matt Wood said that for Vader's note, because Matt Wood was the one that actually threw that out. So then it was hilarious when I saw that. He said that they took uh, pre-recordings from James Arnold Taylor from when back from Revenge of the Sith. So that exact no is from Revenge of the Sith, Mm. which was stupid of them to use. It's like, uh, it's like, um, well, they're they're trying to use it for continuity (laughs) though, I guess they're trying to use the same no, but it, yeah, it's just that no is horrible anyway. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith is still horrible. They they should have made James, uh, you know, make a, I guess, shorter no, if you will. Because, like, the first no, like these guys said, it worked. But the second one just it damaged it. it, it it's amazing, just as you said, though, Chris and, and, and Matt, uh, all of us, w- we've said that the controversy caused by one, t- two digits, basically two alpha mm-hmm. <laughs> characters has caused such fanboy craziness. And, and the point of this is, um, I think the thing that gets a lot of people is the scene for many people, the scene worked on its own with no dialogue because it's mm-hmm. um, it, it just, you knew this guy's trapped inside the suit and he's going nuts trying to decide what to do. So, you almost didn't need the dialogue, but at the same time, I agree with what Jimmy Mack and the guys had said about this editorial. You you can have something in there, and it's not going to. But yeah, it's the. I think we're all sticking on the big no. It seems to be the uh, the single no is livable, yeah. but the yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think of the? Uh, what do you guys think of the uh, the crate dragon? I don't know if you guys crate dragon. That, that was the next uh, one on the list. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Oh, okay, okay. No, I was just going to say uh, I didn't know if you touched on it, but uh, that particular one. Um, I sort of like, and I don't know if I'm in the minority. Uh, I just think it's something that uh, you, that, like a human, you could see doing. Um, yeah, with yeah. this with this guttural, it's almost like a ghost type yell. And I know a lot of Forced people again don't like yell. it, but I don't. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I, I didn't. It doesn't bother me. I, what do you think, Matt? You mean me? Sorry, Chris. <laughs> my apologies. Sorry. <laughs> That, that's hilarious, Matt, because I don't. <laughs> I, yeah. I, for the for the exact reason you said you liked it, I don't because it does. It sounds like a ghost, okay. and it sounds more human. I was like, oh, oh, come on. And I had um, a friend of, uh, of the podcast, Jesse, who uh, he sent us emails. He sent me um, a message. I think it was thir- late Thursday night. So he heard that this particular sound was the same as something in Harry and Henderson. 
And when he said that, I'm like, yeah, actually, I can remember that because I just watched that movie a couple weeks ago. And it kind of does remind me of something that that's in there. But I don't know. I remember back when we, we talked about this in the special edition. I liked the original one. I thought the special edition, uh, it, it was okay. I mean, I kind of, I just kind of preferred the original. But to me, I don't know. I'm sitting there while I'm watching. I'm like, okay, I just don't care for that. But I'm thinking, okay, he's a Jedi. He can make it sound how he wants it to sound. Yep. Is is my is always my feeling on it. Yeah. So that I guess what the fact that it does kind of sound like a ghost is kind of what it's like. Oh no, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> so Nabil, what about you? Does it work for you that 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 kind of new noise or? It's sort of a no-no for me in a way, too. Uh, I get it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's the no again. Yeah. Darn that no. Um, it, it, I, it's like uh, Matt said, you know, in a way, it does work because it makes it more human. And, you know, the other sounds were like, okay, how can a human do that? And it has like that ghosty force, I guess, kind of sound. But I think the sound that they had in the uh, special edition back in – Oh four, oh five, was it? Yep. I don't remember. Uh, that sound was a lot better for me. I like that one better, but the new one now, it's like whatever. I, I, it, it's annoying a little bit, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, that's I guess. Kinda it. it, it kind of comes in loud and just gets louder and louder. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. But, Th- that's what makes it annoying. I think the thing that gets me, these are sand people, <laughs> and, and they're supposed to be incredibly vicious. Uh, the in one point in a kind of an expanded universe, but not really expanded universe sequence. We obviously see um, uh, on Tatooine. I think it's an Attack of the Clones. We see um, Luke's uncle or whatever it is that uh, basically he's you know his mum has basically married. I can't remember his name. Owen Lars, not Owen Lars. Um, anyway, the 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 guy who's basically got one leg. Uh, in his thank you Cleelars Cleelars and um, he's he's lost one leg and he's lost it because in the kind of backstory I think in the novel uh, basically the sand people have been vicious sons of bitches and and hooked up a kind of thin wire so that when he's on his speeder bike it chopped his leg off so you've got some really vicious vicious guys and then all of a sudden because of a big dude in a brown coat that goes woo they, they kind of run no is it just me no, I would have liked to see like, that vicious. I don't know. I could have got it even if they they they'd made out, for example, that Obi Wan had some kind of, you know, voice modulated or something. But it just sounds weird to me. But yeah, I'm probably <laughs> the bit too. Anyway, I'm I'm waffling on. Greedo shoots first, or Greedo kind of shoots at the same time. This guy's. Um, Matt, to me, it didn't seem unchanged at all. It doesn't. It doesn't. One. Okay. Okay. And uh, my, have we got and you? I don't understand what what Lucas's problem is. Why? Why not change that? <laughs> I know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, for Christ's sakes, change it. He yeah. knows. I mean, crap. We've seen him wear the shirt. Han shot first as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello. I mean, what what is it? All all is all it takes is to remove the laser bolt. Done. Yeah. And we're happy. What, yep. What's your thoughts, Matt? You know what? I, I lost you guys for a second, and I wanted to make one more comment on the uh, the crate dragon sure. uh, change. Um, and I think you guys might have just been talking about it, but uh, I always wondered. And you know, when when he does that call, you see the Tuscans. They turn to the left and they look, and 
I'm almost wondering, do they know who is coming at them? You know what I mean? Because they yeah. run. And is it because of the screen or is it because they see Obi-Wan and they just, you know, they know that, oh, that's that's that old guy. He's he's badass. Let's, 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 let's get out of here. You know what I mean? You ever, you ever wonder that? That's true, yeah. He's the guy that kicked you know, General always, Grievous's butt. Yeah, run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always thought that. When the, I know what you mean by them looking, because I thought that too. But I always, I always just assume, well, it was a crate dragon call. They heard the call, and they're like, "Oh, we're out of here. We're not even gonna wait yeah. to see." And then you kind of, I always just kind of assume they didn't see Obi Wan, but yeah, he just, well, you know, because he kind of came up over the hill. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, it's. I think I'm thinking it was passed on from Tuscan generation because they knew back in episode two, you go after Jedi, you're gonna get your head cut off. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go. Anybody in the cloak, don't mess with them. Run away. Yeah, yeah. You. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> and you, you know, this little ghostly sound, and then when you first see Ben, his arms are kind of flailing yeah, out to the yeah. side. He kind of looks a little bit like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. In a brown in a brown robe, but you know. <laughs> Actually, I, I just had to bring that up. I didn't know if you guys talked about that. No, no, no. That's uh, cool. That's cool. Deep. See, yeah. that's what this is for. We're getting deep. We're getting deep, man. Yeah. We're getting real deep. You know, so, have you guys actually? I haven't even actually got it. This is crazy. I haven't got a chance to put in one of the Blu rays yet because I went all with the bonus stuff. Then I went into Clone Wars. So, I haven't actually got a chance to to pop those in. I'm going to pop those in later on tonight. But um, I, I'm just wondering, you guys. Agree with most of the posts that I've seen that this thing looks beautiful. Are these oh my look God? Go, <laughs> uh, Chris. Can I say go, Chris. Go, go. <laughs> I have, I just got a Blu-ray player a few weeks ago, so I haven't actually sat down and watched a Blu-ray movie until I put in A New Hope. Wow! And I kind of did that on purpose. I didn't have any, and then I, when I got one, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna wait. Um, because I had looked at like one of my burnt DVDs and it looks just like a regular DVD. I look at my normal DVDs and they look better. Oh my goodness. Star Wars just, and, and Jedi, that's the two that I've actually watched. And the thing that really jumped out at me when like watching Jedi was the ranker. That thing looked so good. So uh, real. Yeah. The details on it. I'm like, man, they did an excellent job back in the day because this thing is flawless. And I mean, it just—I was just blown away. And come on, Slave Leia! Whew. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just amazing all the details. Yeah, you see the troopers walking by, and you see all the scuff marks, the dirt. I mean, that stuff just like pops out at you, and watching yeah. it this way, and that's just like I'm just like, oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I can't believe you. It, that's good. It's real fun, boy. Dedication to wait for the Blu-ray for for uh, the first time you've seen one. <laughs> what about you, Matt? No, I've, I've actually got. Uh, I bought my Blu-ray Blu-ray player uh, a few months ago. You know, getting ready for it, and uh, I've watched a few Blu-ray movies, and uh, I'm just I'm just stoked to go home later on and and watch it uh, on the 1080p. You know, right now I have I have a 42 inch. Um, 1080p so that's the highest that's the highest oh, definition but but the problem is i also have a projector uh mm. that i use for watching movies oh, right cool. and it's a it's a regular 720p you know normal high def projector it's i got a 97 inch screen that i usually watch my star wars and my movies yep. on so i'm gonna have to go down to the 42 just to watch it in pure high def and one thing i am looking forward to also is the the 6.1 uh high definition audio 
the uh, the DTS Master Audio. Um, I'm really looking forward to to listening to these movies in the uh, in the purest of sound form, if you will. You know, so yeah. Sounds excellent. You know, Matt, I don't even have a high def tel- television, so for me to see that big of a difference, really, mm-hmm. I was really like, oh my god, what is this going to look like on on actual high def TV? And yeah. You just said it about the sound. When I put the movies in, it starts out, but when they go into an action scene, just like everything erupts, just so much louder. And I'm like, crap, I got to turn this down. Yeah. But mm-hmm. all the details, I mean, I mean, you hear everything. You see all of the details. You don't have the out of focus really in the back. Uh, some spots it's out of focus because that's what it was meant to be. But it's it's just I'm just sitting there watching it, just like oh my gosh! It, it, to me, I felt like I'm watching them for the first time again. Yeah. It gave me that feeling again, which is awesome. What about you, Nabil? Are you uh, you just are you rocking a PS3, or have you got your own Blu-ray player, or? No, I got my PlayStation Three. That's my baby. That's your baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had that for about a year now. Yeah, same for me. And uh, for me. my God, it was so worth the three hundred bucks I spent. On it. <laughs> um. It's like uh, Chris said, you know, it's like when you're watching, I don't have a high def TV either, but I do have the HDMI cables. So it does make it look a lot better. And I have, uh, you know, like the old home theater TVs. So I was like, well, let me just watch it here. And and obviously it looks better than a standard TV. So um, when I watched like bits and clips of uh, Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin and Obi-Wan are dueling it out on Mustafar, my God, it's like uh, Chris also said, you had to lower the volume down because like, the 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 clashes and the music going on it's really loud and it sounds amazing and the quality is just oh my god superb but you literally enjoy and you get goosebumps all over and oh man they really <laughs> outdone themselves when it comes to all that sound and quality they just they did an awesome job i, I don't it's just i know i know i'm looking forward to trust me um uh, something that that uh, was a, a very cool article a really good website called io9 i don't know if you guys ever been on that kind of sci-fi Oh yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, really oh, well-known yeah. website wow. there, um, and they they put together a really good list of uh, other changes George Lucas should have made to the Star Wars saga, and they made some really good suggestions. I'm just going to run through a couple, and, and yeah. Matt, we'll start with you I for feedback. Yeah, so there's women pilots. There's one that that really gets me is uh, oh, the yeah. Comlink, which is basically a ladies' uh, women's razor. In the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. which yeah, they, right. it's a small thing, but women pilots—that's uh, probably something we never actually see any women pilots. Uh, no, we, we don't actually. Just one in one. Phantom Menace. Is there one? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one in Phantom actually, Menace. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, um, sorry. Go for Steven. it. Go for it. Um, you said because uh, you haven't watched the deleted scenes yet, but actually, and I did not know this until I saw this, and it blew me away. That one of the pilots in Return of the Jedi is actually a female, but it's dubbed over with a man's voice. Oh yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, and when you sure. see the woman, you're like, oh my god. If I'm remembering correctly, it's the one that takes the nose dive of the A-wing into the Star Destroyer and takes it down. Oh yeah. Okay, we have a she. And that is actually a woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, but, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead with the. List. No, no, I, I, no. I you're. you're that, that's good. I didn't even know that. So yeah, we've got a. Um, yeah. Okay. We've we've got a female pilot who's obviously maybe get something else going on down below. Okay. Fair enough. That's cool. Um, I, Everyone's been talking on this website. They'd mentioned rather than the Shaq T execution scene, change that to Ahsoka Tano, which 
I don't know. Oh my god. What do you think? That would have been crazy. That would be that would be heartbreaking to see. We don't want to soak it down. That's what I think too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? So just like, everybody I, chill out. It'll happen in due time. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably if if George decides to kill Ahsoka in the films, we'll probably see that when Revenge of the Sith hits theaters in 3D. Since apparently True. I've heard that George will be making certain, you know, the 3D, 3D and the Blu-ray are going to be like the last time he ever goes back to the films and edits them. Right. Uh, Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, probably he'll kill her. I mean, I would like to see her in one of those movies. It'd be good to see her in Revenge of the Sith. And but I don't think Anakin would kill her. I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, tough question. Tough question. Because I think part young, of his fall, part of his fall, is also losing the people that he loves. And I think maybe I, I don't know. You can maybe kind her of get, maybe her getting killed or something is another button point. Right, yeah. exactly. I think it's a, so. I don't think he might kill yeah, her, but exactly. it would be interesting to. It would be shocking if George would like see that. Like Anakin just comes up and I don't know stabs her or something. But I don't think. I don't think he would. I highly doubt. I it. think. I think an overall <laughs> chance I've ever seen that is a is a zero from my end because uh, I mean this is still a, a fairly kid orientated uh, movie, and um, to have probably what's grown up to be the most favorite character, uh, you know, slaughtered mm-hmm. by the. Ugh. That's a little dark, even for Star Wars, man. That's yeah. <laughs> well, he killed those Padawans. Well, that's a good point. Ones. Well, that's true. But we he can't get any lower that's than true, that. Actually, that's true. It's a good point. Yeah. And the deleted yeah. scenes, he kills. Uh, what is it? He kills Shock T, which I yeah. which I actually liked. I wish they would have added See? it in there because that would have thrown some serious, you know, dark side. Uh, and you know, to Anakin, just to add to the character, and and that's mm-hmm. the and another thing too about those deleted scenes in the prequel portion of the Blu-rays. Man, mm-hmm. it's just you can see that. I wish they would have. I wish they would have just uh, finished them. I mean, because there's a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you talk about deleted scenes. I mean, it's they're actually hard to not hard to watch, but it's like so much, so much effects that need to be done in those shots and. I kind of wish they yeah. would have completed those, but man, they're they're really really bare bones mm. as far as deleted scenes, you know. Uh, but that was a great scene with Anakin. Though. He comes, I think, he comes up behind her and just throws the yeah, lightsaber right in her back. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, she crazy. says, she says, "What is it, Skywalker?" And then Anakin just yeah. stabs her. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But either way, it, they can't add that now because she really dies in the Force Unleashed. We can't forget that the Force Unleashed literally is yeah. part of the. It is part uh, of the canon now. It's yeah, yeah. So she dies officially there. Plus, with yeah. the, one of the deleted scenes we're talking about with Revenge of the Sith is they have the Kashyyyk attack and um, oh, Order yeah. sixty six, and you get to see three more Jedi die, including yeah. You get Quinlan to see Quinlan Vos. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you get yeah. to see Quinlan Vos getting shot at. I was like, oh yeah, my god, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And the things that they cut out, they this was when you get a chance to see this. It is just like wow because the way they mm-hmm. killed some the Jedi's on screen is nothing like the way they killed them in the animatic. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that the deleted scene. That they I done. must admit, Ela Secura's death. She she looks as if she's tripped over a mushroom at one point. She just doesn't look as if she's done anything. It's kind of, you know, she just kind of turns and oh, you're shooting at me, and she falls and I don't know. It's kind of yeah, and then they shoot all exaggerated. Yeah, they do. It's a kind of weird scene. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, a couple of times they do we that, can't... shooting at them, and and it's like they're dead. They just yeah. keep shooting. Uh, yeah. It's like I think they're dead. 
<laughs> you know, one scene I would have loved for them to actually make was the one of the deleted scenes they show in automatic form is um, Yoda literally communicating with Qui-Gon through the Force. And then yeah, Qui-Gon yeah. is telling him how he's going to teach him how to become one with the Force and he's going to be the most powerful Jedi, all that stuff. I don't know if you guys heard about it. I've heard about it years ago that George was actually going to put Qui-Gon in the film, but Liam had a bike accident, so they had to completely screw that off. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, you notice should... in the deleted scene, um, it's not even, if I remember correctly, it's not even his voice, right? No, it's right. not because yeah, Liam, Liam already had the accident, so he couldn't uh, even uh, voice okay. it. Yeah, that's why they completely cut it off. But it's right in the scene uh, right after, um, what's it called? Uh, Obi-Wan arrives on that right one before. planet, you know, where Leia, yeah. yeah. Where Bale tells yeah, because, him, yeah, Bale comes in and interrupts him. Mm-hmm. It's that part, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you interrupted him, man. Come, but, <laughs> talking to yeah. him. But there's one other thing in the IO9 article which is um, mentioned, which it just I just love, and for a long, long time since the movie, since Return of the Jedi came out, I've longed to see this. And that would be, and this fits in very much mm-hmm. with your podcast, Christian Matt. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Hopefully. The uh, Sarlacc so. pit and getting to see maybe a little bit of a glove coming out the pit or something of Boba Fett. We oh. we oh, gotta yeah. do this. Yeah. We just have to do this. Um, and as they've they've said, they re-edit this scene, add a tight shot of a glove Boba hand holding an explosive or something. Or like we've yeah we've that seen it in awesome. Robot Chicken. We've seen toys for it. What yeah. more do we need to do, George? You gotta get the Fett back out of that pit. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a crappy way it, to take it. Just, yeah, that's the last thing we see of this awesome dude, but no, I don't think so. I think in some ways the fact we never saw anything else, we can make up our own minds, but um, maybe we shouldn't tempt fate because then George might do something and tinker with it just in a way we don't like, or have Boba as he dives into the Sarlacc pit go, no, no, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, something like yeah. those lines. Oh my! God. So, um, so that's look. There's loads of other things in that IO9 article. I don't. We could be here all day going on about this, but uh, some awesome stuff. Uh, one of the the very last one, I guess we can talk about is someone suggested redub the voice for Jar Jar Binks to make it uh, just a little bit more palatable. What do you think, Nabil? You're a younger generation. Jar Jar. Okay, or Jar Jar annoying? What do you think? I see? love Jar Jar. I don't see why they would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want anybody to read the Ahmed's voice. I mean, the dude—he's <laughs> awesome. You know, I—I I, I mean, I saw that on one of the Clone Wars episodes on season. Yeah, BG Hughes oh, voiced him. Season yeah. one. Yeah. To be honest, I hated him. Yep. I, I just—I mean, it sounds similar, no doubt about it. But I just. It wasn't funny. Jar Jar wasn't funny to me at all in that episode. I I didn't like him. When when Ahmed, you know, since he's voicing Jar Jar in the Clone Wars, when he voices him, it's just funny all the time. I don't know. It, it, Jar Jar brings that humor, comedy that I guess we needed since the very beginning. You know, obviously the original trilogy uh, has its comedy and whatnot, but Jar Jar definitely brings something. A lot more enjoyable, I guess, if you want. I wouldn't like them to change Jar Jar at all. If George did that, I'd, I'd kill him. I'd kill him. <laughs> Chris, you're an older trilogy, uh, old vintage collection person like me, nearly. Uh, what do you think? Are you read up? Uh, well, I, I, think, class. I think he said it just right. Uh, didn't we learn from the Clone Wars at how terrible it yeah. sounded when they 
uh, had somebody do it differently. I'm just like, when I first saw that, I was like, come on, leave Jar Jar alone. He's there. You know, they're not going (laughs) to change it. So just leave it alone. Jar Jar is, I'm sorry, but he's not that bad. I mean, yes, Mm -hmm. he can get annoying at times because he is (laughs) really, really in your face at some, at, (laughs) at, at times. And yes, the gags can get tiresome after a while when you've seen them a hundred, 150 times like I have, but that's just Jar Jar. Yeah, I mean, come on. I know. No, no, you're right. It's, uh, I think you're right to change it. And certainly, Nabil, you're absolutely on the money. The, the BG Hughes uh, voiceover, whoever BG Hughes is, did a pretty rotten job. And, um, if we're going to have Jar Jar and he's going to be as he is supposed to be, a kind of annoying character and be, you know, humor and that's what he's supposed to be doing, then. Yeah, I would agree. Let's leave the voice there. But uh, the Jar Jar debate rages on, man. It's just as big as the no comment. It's going to go on for a long, long time. <laughs> oh, yeah, forever. Oh, yeah. Um, look, there's a million and one of the things we could talk about on Blu-rays, uh, and I'm sure that we'll, we're probably still not finished. Uh, there's, there's plenty more to come. io9 have also just posted today uh, a, a list of all the deleted scenes we've been talking about pretty much here. The Wampa sequence, a few others as well, and Baru making more blue milk. Not quite sure that, why that's been added back in, but there we go. Um, the lightsaber sequence and uh, Biggs and Anchorhead, all that kind of stuff. And they've given you a chance to see all these sequences with little uh, video. So we'll, we'll post that in the show notes too. Um, look, one thing we just have to have a little bit of a quick stop in at uh, is our sponsor, BigBadToyStore.com. Um, and uh, we want to thank them again just for sponsoring the show. They have some very cool stuff and kind of related to what we've been talking about. One kind of extended, I guess, sequence I think we're, we're going to get to see probably in the Clone Wars. And it's the first thing on the Big Bad Toy Store newsletter is the cyborg uh, Darth Maul. And, and what is an absolutely awesome looking piece. Um, have you seen this, you guys? Yeah, I've never seen a, that photograph before. Um, mm-hmm. Just have a look through the newsletter just now. It's the Darth Maul Cyborg quarter scale premium format statue. Um, I'd actually love to get a, a 12 inch uh, articulated figure of this because this just looks badass. It's really cool. Um, yeah. we, we know, obviously, from the Clone Wars that, um, that would be nice. uh, you know, Savage Opress and his brother is, is Darth Maul. And, and the Night Sisters showing their crystal ball. They, they say, you know, go and hunt your brother out. He's another side of the universe. So obviously, we know he's alive. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think we're going to get to see this cyborg, or is it going to be expanded universe? What do you think, Chris? Or you know, go what? to me. Go. Yep, go for it. Oh me? Oh, okay. Um, I'm debating what's going on with Darth Maul because we know that the uh, Night Sisters have mystical sure. witchcraft powers or whatever. So I'm, I'm kind of curious if it really is Darth Maul or it's some kind of, you know, fake thing going on here by by her or something. I don't know. Mother tells <laughs> and there's so many mysteries about her and all that stuff that's really got me thinking. But um, hopefully I'm looking forward. Darth Maul versus yeah, Obi-Wan again. Exactly. You know what I mean? Definitely <laughs> want to see that. And, uh, um, what else can I say? Uh, I'm pretty sure if we see him, I doubt it's going to be this year. I'm pretty sure we're going to see him in the second half of the season since episode one yep. will be coming out that same time too. That's what I'm assuming. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing him training Savage and how much stronger he's probably gotten over those, yep. what, 13 years, I guess? That's a long time, I guess. Or so. To practice your cyber legs. Yeah. Go for it. I you know, I, he was talking about uh, Darth Maul, and 
And I remember reading a, a post by Dave Filoni. He was saying that, uh, you know, we know that uh, in season three, we teased you with Darth Maul. And uh, he said, don't worry, we're going to revisit that particular storyline of Darth Maul. So I was happy to hear that because my fear was they yeah. were going to tease us with that and then never go back to it. And But mm-hmm. it does sound like they're going to go go that route. So, yeah. And he said Darth Maul. So, I mean, unless he's really trying to pull over on us, it's going to be Darth Maul. And I am clueless to what they're going to do. How are they going to do this? Because, <laughs> you know, is it like you said, is it going to be the Mecha Maul? Is it, you know, is he going to be... I mean, what else can it be? I don't know. Are they going to surprise us? You know, and maybe that's going to surprise well, that, us. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think we all. Are. I think they're definitely that. going to keep that as something, and that could be something that could be could be plays a part in Ahsoka's death potentially. Maybe if that's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? You, you oh know, my god! Well, I'm I'm just stealing yeah, this picture of this piece, and it's just got me <laughs> yeah. thinking all this stuff and. Look, he looks a little pissed, and I think I would be too if I get swiped in the middle of the stomach and lost my wiener. And um, you know, he's he's not looking happy. And um, yeah. but this thing is massive; it's twenty four and a half inches. Um, has anyone got this? Are they ordering it? Or yeah, anybody? No, no. You wish? No, <laughs> well, I wish. Big Bad Toy Story at fifteen dollars off the main recommended price, so they've got it at three hundred and nine dollars. Um, and I think for a 24 and a half inch statue, that's probably pretty fair because there's some mega detail in that. Um, yeah. Considering the 12 inch figures on their own are now yeah. edging up towards the 180 mark, um, that's probably pretty fair for that. But it's a stunning looking piece. Uh, ropes flowing it, yeah, and, and the double edged oh, yeah. saber yeah. looks fantastic. It really does. I love how he yeah. looks like Savage yeah. with the horn sticking it's, out uh, now. It's a very cool piece. Oh, yeah. Still- Hey, are you and you guys going to fan days? By I'm not. No. By no. the way. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say it's probably where I'm gonna where I'm gonna pick up my next uh, 12 inch sideshow. Uh, I really want one of those stormtroopers to go with my Vader because you you were talking about the uh, the uh, Darth Maul piece there, and uh, I know it's big bad toy store, but uh, man, those 12 inch and those those yeah. sideshow things, man, they're so gorgeous. And I have the Vader and. Uh, I was mentioning uh, fan days, and that's probably where I'm going to pick something up because I'm sure they're going to have plenty of stuff. But anyway. Uh, no, no, no. It's cool. Like, fan fan days is something. Look, we can that. talk more about that. <laughs> when is it? When is fan days due? Or... Oh, wow. Three cool. weeks from cool, today. Cool. Know that. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, that, that's so excited. excellent. So excited. I didn't realize. So, uh, yeah, I know that's a big day Definitely. in the kind of Star Wars calendar for sure. Um but yeah, look, the only other thing that caught my eye in the newsletter this week, uh, and it's a very cool piece, and it's a nice uh, image because it shows some lots of vintage figures, was the Star Wars Imperial Forces wallpaper. Um, it shows you the Super 7 Stormtrooper. If you don't know what that is, it's a, it's a kind of Japanese, uh, very robotic toy. Um, and uh, they've just got some, on the background, is some awesome wallpaper of Boba Fett and Darth Vader and Snowtroopers and... It's pretty cool, but the, the the display in this picture is all these vintage figures, and uh, it just looks rather cool. I love the display with that wallpaper. But um, yes, you can you can now get wallpaper, literally real yeah. wallpaper from uh, from BigBadToyStore.com, and we thank them for sponsoring us. Um, next up for uh, discussion because we've talked about Blu-rays, but uh, Clone Wars. Who's watched the new Clone Wars season? Yeah. Chris, Matt? Yeah. I, I, man, 
Yep, I watched uh, Thumbs the new Up episode last night. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know yet. I gotta watch it again. But I'll tell you, uh, when you're talking about Jar Jar, he did kind of crack me up. He had a funny <laughs> line because they they it's all done underwater, and Jar Jar and the Gungans they come to help, and he comes up and says something to Anakin, and Anakin said something back to Jar Jar, and he goes, "Misa can't hear you underwater." And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, that just cracked me up. <laughs> I was just like, okay, that was good. But uh, I got to watch it again. I, I was half asleep trying to watch it. So I, uh, it, it looks really good. It does. It looks really good. Uh, they're all, like I said, all underwater. And we, yep. we get to see Kit Pisto again underwater yep. like we did in the Tartakovsky series. And um, I may get to see all the, the calamari. and the calamari. Uh, what was, what's the other... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Quarrens, yeah, the Quarrens and the Calamari, and the only thing that I don't think I don't like is they had some kind of looking shark, looking yeah. character, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not feeling him. <laughs> had like two rows there. of teeth. Yeah, I mean, he was brutal though. He was yeah, he absolutely was. brutal, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is another greatest. They should have had him in the last shark movie they released in theaters. I forgot the name now. Oh, yeah. Some shark attack, I think, or something 3D. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. I saw that, but I don't remember. That's how crappy the movie was, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking he's like Grievous. You know, when we first see Grievous, he's brutal, and then they make well, him into a coward. So, you know. Get ready for we'll uh, see how uh, more of the, the shark dudes. There is a name there for this guy. He's got a, a, a name. He's the kind of commander of it, but there's uh, many, many more of them. So, uh, And they're going to turn... They're going to turn up in episode 4.3. So, yes, these kind of shark dudes are, uh, yeah, it's very, very fishy planet, this thing. Lots of squids and sharks and all sorts of stuff. But uh, Hmm. that will be, it's uh, 4.3 Prisoners, it's called. Yeah. Prisoners, yeah, Hmm. definitely. You know, know, Chris, uh, I have to say, too, that was the first thing that jumped out at me when I watched the first episode was the shark. You know, it was almost like two Disney Shark Tale for me, or something like that. The first was my first reaction, you know. And I mean, he, the, the character kind of grew on me throughout the rest of the episode. But, but I think you're right, though. It was it almost took me out of it just a little bit because you know he's he's like a great white shark, but he's mm-hmm. can talk. It was just it was just a little too Disney for me, or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> but the, but the rest of the episode, I mean, it was it was great. I mean, there was uh, yeah. you know, Kid Fisto was in his element. Akbar, captain, you know, and this young kid mm-hmm. who's forced into being uh, a leader and he's learning how to be the leader by Captain um, Akbar. So, yeah, it was a great episode. I don't know if it was as good as the season opener of last year. I haven't really decided yet. But, yeah, but a solid opening, tons of battles. I mean, the scope, yep. underwater, uh, Kid Fisto. I mean, it was all, it was, it was, it was, it was a it lot of fun. It seems the so, yeah, shark commander guy's name is Riff Thompson. Uh, Thompson, Riff Thompson. So uh, yeah, his Thompson, uh, his squad yeah, are yeah, going to be yeah. returning. And I'll tell you something yeah. that would make a very cool action figure. I have to say, in some ways, a real boy boy boy's toy Probably pleaser. Would. That one, it's a very cool looking figure uh, overall. Very aggressive, anyway. So um, so yeah. So the Clone Wars, Nabil, what do you think? Off to a good start again for season four, or what, what's your thoughts? I enjoyed it. To be honest, I enjoy every Clone Wars premiere. I'm always excited and anxious to see what's going to happen. Um, 
Yeah, I think it started off really good. It was really exciting to kind of go back, I guess, if you will, to see uh, Kit Fisto underwater, just like back in the Clone Wars micro series, just a heck of a lot more extended. And um, seeing, you know, Ahsoka underwater and, you know, everybody else basically. But um, I, I agree with uh, what Matt was saying that uh, I'm I'm still debating whether if uh, season three opening was better season four, you know, because they both start off with big fights and all that stuff. Um, but yeah. this one kind of had an open ending with, you know, it's still, uh, what's it called? Um, continuous. So I don't know. Overall, though, it was good. I, heck, I even downloaded <laughs> it. So it's on my PlayStation right now. Both episodes. So uh definitely definitely one to watch i mean whoever missed it you know because they were at work or things like that or probably hasn't hit in their area definitely definitely have to watch it when they come out because it's really really cool and the story is well made and you know getting to see what i like about the clone wars lately is we're getting to see original trilogy characters in there that's what's making it really awesome i mean we've seen um tarkin we've seen chewbacca we're seeing akbar um we've seen greedo you know really makes the show stand out a heck of a lot more. I mean, these guys are yeah. really I think the, uh, doing uh, after an awesome We don't job. want to labor on it too much, but after season three's first 12, frankly, really quite low-quality episodes, the you know, the, the, the tea murders and all that kind of stuff, and, you know, count, count with 3PO and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, <laughs> they really did redeem themselves in the latter half of the season. So hopefully, uh, and I think Dave Filoni's addressed it, that the show is going to be much more action-packed, much more Clone Wars, uh, and coming back to to really yeah. pleasing the fans, which I think it's done. I think it's a stunning show. I have to say the one point, and it's not really uh, Dave Filoni's issue or really George yep. Lucas's, I guess, but uh, these greedy media companies, well, you guys are getting to watch it. We still even haven't seen season three on our TV screens here in Australia, which is just beyond a joke. Exactly like, what? Um what? It's a nightmare. It really is such a nightmare. And, you know, you can go online and buy these shoes. I've actually, there's about 10 different websites we can go on to that are illegal where you can watch it online. It's, uh, you know, it's free and someone's embedded it and put it up there. And, and they just will not give a legal source to download or make these things available. So there's no iTunes for us. Uh, uh, there's no availability on iTunes. And uh, they haven't even shown season three. So... If by any hope there's anyone with half a brain out there that listens in media land, for goodness sake, you know, it's the internet. Get these damn episodes up somewhere we can get them and get hold of them legally. Uh, otherwise, well, well, you know, well, you'll be able to buy the, but the thing is, you just, if you're, if you're a fan, <laughs> right, the you box can't sets. wait for these things. It's just, you know, you know, I, I, exactly. So <laughs> I it came agree. online and literally tw- <laughs> 25 minutes after the show had aired, it was up online on 10 different online sites. Where you know, and I'm, I'm watching all the people who are on the sites, and there was like seriously, eight hundred to thousand people already on just watching them, and that's potential revenue they're missing out on. So um, anyway, that's a, a little daft issue, but it, um, oh, it drives me nuts. Anyway, so I'm just about to watch the episodes myself. So uh, um, silly, silly people that they are. Um, celebration six. Who's going? Who's going? You're definitely going. Oh yeah. I'm definitely going. <laughs> You've already planned. I'm going to say I, yes, I already I'm have my tickets. Yep, I, I haven't. I haven't bought a ticket or anything, but I will definitely be planning it because we want to be there as a show. 
we were actually we had planned on me and Matt and that'd be where we'd get to meet the first time, but then fan days came up and worked out. So we're excited. We get to meet and hang up, uh, hang out there. And, um, with other podcasters, we, there's several other podcast people that we know that we're going to get to meet there. So it's just going to be a great old time. And yeah, yeah I mean, I had a blast at Celebration. So you five, guys have so actually never met wait. Chris. Oh, well. <laughs> right. We've never met. He's over in California and I'm over here in Tennessee. Here we've been doing a show for a, well, over that, a year. That doesn't make me feel too and bad. That we've never Bill met. And I and Seth and <laughs> Seth Lord 229 and uh, uh, we've never met either. So that's, yeah. Maybe we should all be going to Celebration 6. I think that's a good <laughs> idea for just one huge beer session. Yeah, that's what it's about. I know. I know. Yeah, I know tons of us YouTubers are definitely going to meet. I mean, so far, we have planned Jedi Empire 66, uh, Filmmaker Mike, um, Mr. Star Wars Fan 66. I'm going to get to be able to meet uh, the Sand Troopers. Um Chris Spice and all those guys from sandtroopers.com. I'll get to meet all of them. And like I said to uh, Steven, um, you know, I'm sort of getting in the works to see if I can officially work with them and all that stuff. So I think once we meet in person, uh, it'll definitely open up doors. I think when once all of us meet one another and meet people that can probably, you know, hook us up it'll definitely open many doors for many of us and it'll be fun just to meet all of us you know we've heard each other on podcasts or seen each other on youtube chris matt um, chris matt chris or matt um you guys have got a a music video festival do you want to is that something (laughs) yeah you um well, he he was sitting there talking about YouTubers, and I was wondering if he had heard about it or or anything yet, because he was asking uh, about the podcast name. So I was wondering if he had the chance to even uh, had listened to our show yet. But uh, we've got a we we launched it on uh, what month? September first, and it runs through November first. Okay. It's a it's just simply called Star Wars Music Video Festival, and basically okay. what we want people to do is take Star Wars footage. Uh, add music of your choice, whether it be Star Wars music, a rock song, a pop song, whatever you want to do, and create your own music video because I've seen so many on YouTube, and I think we have the Star Wars yep. fan film sure. festival. Uh, we don't. The community does. And this is something that's not included in that, and this is mm-hmm. I see so many great videos and so much talent out there that this is a chance for us to help spotlight those people with their talent and uh oh, it, it, it started out pretty good we've gotten quite a few uh, videos so far and all of them look great um and we're, we've got a celebrity wow. panel of judges that are going to be doing the judging and they're going to re- they're going to re- remain nameless because we want to focus on the contestants and not who's judging and um right. i just you, you can go simply go to galacticbinder.com and there's a big link on the front page, Star Wars Music Video Festival, and you can check all the rules out. I just, after we started getting some videos, I had to make some clarifications um, because I realized I needed to add a little more information about the video. So, uh, like, you, you, you're welcome to use Star Wars video and or images, which means pictures if you just want to use pictures. You can uh, mm-hmm. Clone Wars Tartakovsky series, the current Clone Wars series. You can use sure. any any Star Wars Clone Wars video game footage. You can use uh, Star Wars interview video and clips. You can use uh, 
any of the Star Wars commercials, any of the old Kenner commercials, any convention footage. If you if you like, we had somebody. I didn't even think convention footage, and we already had somebody submit some <laughs> of that. And I'm like, oh, that's an awesome idea. I got to put that down. And of course, you can use uh, in your audio. You can use multiple uh, tracks if you want to use two different songs, mix them together. That's great. If you yeah. and of course your uh, you can actually have the uh, dialogue from the uh, from your video playing if you wish. The only thing that uh, stipulated that I had asked, if you use interview footage with the dialogue, you still have to incorporate music, a song in there. I mean, you know, right. you can have a break if you want to play this piece, but you still have, you can't just play the audio and that be mm-hmm. it. You got to have music with it because, and of course the videos have to be between three minutes and five minutes and 20 seconds. You can get all of the rules and everything we got nine categories. I mean, we've got uh, we just picked up Sony, uh, Sony software. <laughs> We're doing it live. Piece of paper here, so I'm We're sure doing it live. saying it right. <laughs> exactly, doing it live. We have a sponsor. It's Sony uh, Creative Excellent. Software. Um, oh, they're they're sponsoring this uh, festival for us and Imagination Studio. Suit three. We've got. Uh, they sent us some software that we're going to give to some of the contestant winners. So we've got uh, some sure. really good software that some people are going to get. We don't have enough for everybody. We've got a few that we're going to pass out to the top uh, winners. <laughs> and I can't wait. And uh, I mean, this is some great software. I mean, it's expensive. It's not cheap. It's not something you can go to Target <laughs> and pick up for thirty bucks. So you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I figure that'd be something it's, great that these people fantastic. would love to have. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely going to try it out. Then I'm checking it out actually right here on your website. So, yeah, and once you go to the rules page, you'll see a submission link, and you can click over there and see what some people have already submitted. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I'm just having a blast. What what we're having trouble with is getting it out there. We want uh, because I've just been on YouTube here in the last few weeks since we've launched it, and I'm just constantly looking for videos and I'm watching the videos. And I'm like, Hey, this is great. Would you uh, consider entering the contest? And they hadn't heard anything about it. So we've, we've gotten it out to some sites. We've uh, had some other podcasts be able to talk about it, but we really, really want to get people on YouTube. If, if they want to turn in a, a, any entries that they have, if they could put, Hey, this is my entry for sure. the star Wars music festival, just in their description. That had to be in the yeah. title or anything. Just put that in the description. That'll no send people, get more people aware. And um, I mean, we I know we've got several that people are working on because we're getting constant feedback. So I'm just really, really excited. And I can't wait to get the fan days because it's going to be right in the middle of it. So I can actually maybe get get more of the word out when awesome. I get the fan days. Well, hey, we, we'll take some, um, check it out. We'll get some more notes off you. We'll put them in the show notes <laughs> when we send it the podcast. And we'll try and help you spread that love around. It sounds great. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Uh, Same for the commercial. <laughs> so just one thing on the, the, the yeah, Celebration right on 6, the, just to, to tie that back. Um, the logo, anyone had any – did you see the kind of lightsaber logo? Any thoughts? Love it? Hate it? Do you care? Uh, <laughs> it would, The Luke logo, right? Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the Celebration 6 logo? I think it looks cool, but this, just get the announcement. Oh, a new logo and video. I know, I know. And you I play know. the video, and I'm like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? You're, 
but no, it does. It looks really cool. I like it. The two lightsabers or three lightsabers, however many it is, but it, it, that looks really sharp. <laughs> but the video is just like, come on. Don't even give us that. Just cool. Us well, just uh, moving on to some toys, and there's not a great deal this week from from my side, but just a quick roundup of some things and uh, some bits and pieces. A couple of reviews from my side were uh, uh, the Django Fett 12 inch uh, Real Action Heroes, and we'll put a link in the show notes. But an awesome piece, one that uh, probably we'll get to see in time, brought out by Sideshow again pretty soon because. Big news, pretty much. I'm sure everybody knows about it, but the 12-inch Sideshow Boba went on sale uh, yesterday, actually. And um, unbelievably, there's still some left. So um, if you haven't got one, go pick one up. It's $179. Uh, you'll also find it at retailers, Brian's Toys, BigBudToyStore.com. Loads of places should have them, but the exclusive Mandalorian base is only available at Sideshow. So if you haven't got that 12-inch Boba, check it out. Uh, some other stuff which seemed to arrive uh, uh, not only here but with other people as well um, uh, has been the uh, attack on the Coronet clone troopers, Mixer and Red Eye. They, they turned up at Tong Hori, they turned up in eBay, and they actually turned up in our stores as well. Any new kind of toys you've got this week, Chris? You've just sent something there, some breaking news on toys. Well, yeah, I know you're uh, you and. Um, Sorry, I'm drawing a blank on the other guy's name. Just <laughs> well, no, the, the other guy on the show. <laughs> yeah, Nabil. That's not joining us. Um, I know y'all are big in the action figures. And, um, yeah. I mean, I love your videos. You do all the reviews and stuff with figures. But um, I found out at work today, I was getting ready to leave, and one of my other Star Wars buddies up there is like, hey, man, check this out. We just got uh, information down from headquarters today that Hasbro reps are coming in next week to Target to Whoa. get rid of old vintage stock. And they gave us the numbers. They gave us the UPCs that these would fall under. So he took the numbers. He went to find out which ones they were. And the only the only ones that we have that fall under this list are Dengar, Cloudcar Pilot, all those, that early first wave and second wave. And that would actually, we looked at it, we figured it all out. That's going to wipe out 16 figures off of our shelf and only leave us with like six. So I'm like, great, we're going to get some more figures in soon. So here in the next week, they're going to be starting to hit all of the area stores because they're going to get ready to, you know, for the holidays coming up. And um, since y'all are big on the action figures, I had pulled this uh, one of the questions and I wanted to kind of get y'all's take on it. One of the Hasbro Q&A. They did confirm uh, this. Uh, actually, both of these questions are were asked by Jedi Temple Archives, which is another really cool site. Yeah, and they do really good with their information. Um, they were one of the questions that they had asked. The second question they asked was about: Are we going to get some of these sure. hard to find figures like Wedge, yes. Gamora, yeah. Guard? Are we going to get to see these yeah. again? Well, Hasbro Hasbro has confirmed that yes, we're getting. Next year, we're going to get the Wedge, we're going to get the Gamorrean Guard, we're going to get that whole low-grade wave again, which is awesome. But what I wanted to get your take on this, I thought this was humorous, is uh, the first question they asked. and it's, uh, This is the question, it's kind of long. So, uh, Fans and collectors have been subtly and respectively dropping hints about seeing the original 12 Star Wars yep. figures released all on Star Wars cards in the vintage collection. And it keeps going on, yada, yada, giving all the information. And then their response back to this was, uh, your point is a good one, and it is well taken. We will 
certainly take this into consideration when planning the line in the near future. And my thought was, seriously, are you kidding me? (laughs) It took this question for y'all to realize this because when they did the, when they did the very first 12 figures of the vintage, when they came out, they did the original, they did those 12 had four Star Wars, four Empire, four Jedi, which I mean, that was great. I understood them doing it like that at that time, but come on, we have yet to get Darth Vader. He's been on Empire. He's been on Return of the Jedi. He's now going to be on Revenge of the Sith. When are we going to get him on Star Wars? Same thing with the Stormtrooper. We've got him on Empire and Jedi. I want him on Star Wars. I want I want those original 12s. I want a Jawa on a vintage card. Hello? I mean, we've got a handful of them, and I'm I mean, I'm, he's sitting there pointing all this out in this question, and their response is, well, uh, that's a good point. We'll put it into consideration. I'm like, how could you have not already? You, you, you yeah, you have to bear in mind that, that, the, that was this the is a, a profit-making business, and, and it's marketing people, obviously, as well, that are, are helping and assisting in these questions. Yeah. And they, they can't be – I mean, that answer is a bit ambiguous. <laughs> And what they've done this before in Hasbro Q&A uh, where, they, where they'll say yeah. something like that and then the next day literally something will turn up in stores. So they, they don't want to confirm nor deny. So they want to be positive. So they're also just saying, oh, thanks for that suggestion. Ultimately, right. in the background going, shit, they know about it or, you know, God, we better do her. So um, I think you're going to see <laughs> them. But um Yeah, but, you know, we also get the answers of, yes, we're well aware of that. Yeah. We're working on it. You know, we've gotten those type of answers. It's just kind of like, mm. come on already. Give us the original 12 on Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars cards. So, you know. We actually need a lot more on new figures because there's barely any released. You have the... You have the... Uh, what's it called? The You have Luke Skywalker from A New Hope. You have the Sand Trooper. Um... We have R five D four now. Well, you yeah, gotta bear in mind. Uh, you know, we only have very few. Like, come on. Well, th- this is the point. Though. I mean, if you we think about it, if they were just to, too. let's think about it this way: if they were just to immediately rush out and release a Greedo on a vintage card, you're going to get thousands of fans, and I'd be one of them as well, saying, "Hold on, I just bought one three years ago in the vintage original trilogy collection. It's the same damn figure. You've just repackaged it in Saga Legends." Uh, you know, I think what they're well, going to have to do is wait some amount of time. You've really got to, uh, you're going to have to wait some time before you get all of these guys on card because to do it all at once would be. It's... Well, we did. We got like the Greedo and we got this uh, Tuscan Raider. But what their point now in this is like, well, we don't have the Han on the Star on the Star Wars card. We, I mean, we've got the character. And there's a couple other figures that they could just stick over there, put it like the, the old Ben. We haven't gotten that. I mean, yeah. actually, I can't remember. Was that old Ben yeah. on the Star Vint- Wars? Vintage card original trilogy collection, which was about 2005 for that one, something like that. So it's, it's, it's due for release again. So they could do very easily re release that. Yeah, I just, I won't, the, the ones that weren't on a Star Wars card that first appeared on a Star Wars card, that's where I wanted on a Star Wars card. But, uh, yeah. Vader but has, if you think about it, Chris, one thing so, they can do is, Yoda. and again, this is a marketing company, and Hasbro are the, the absolute masters of remix, repaint, re-release. They absolutely do it. If they release the, uh, the for example, I'm holding one right now, the Empire mm-hmm. Strikes Back Stormtrooper card, they release that now, which they have done, obviously, this year. If they wait two years and then they re-release the same figure on a Star Wars card, you've got a brand new audience that's probably going to buy it, and all of us will buy it again. 
So, you know, I mm. think they're. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't be too, but on any car, but that's just me. But no, no that I that I understand. Yeah. I can understand that, and I can uh, appreciate them waiting a couple more years for that. But uh, Vader, come on, he yeah. was to. I mean, what we've got him in two different cards now: Return of the Jedi yeah. and the Revenge of the Jedi is coming but, up. I mean, that- and now I got to try and find the yeah. revenge card. Isn't that the point, though? Again, we, you have the re, the re, we released Vader twice, <laughs> plus some all the other versions we had recently. You know, even before the vintage collection. So they're probably waiting yet again for that point where you know there's a there's a time where they can release Vader again without people going, "Oh, another Vader, no!" and kind of you know. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, we keep. Man. We keep saying it, but you know they're going to keep making it because he's, you know, the number basically the number one character. Him, Luke, and I think Anakin are like what the three number one characters that they have to keep out. Yeah, look at how many Luke's. Look at how many Luke's we've gotten since this vintage started last year, and it's like every time you turn around. And I mean, I just picked up just recently. I found it. Yeah, the Luke with uh, Jabba's palace, where he's you know wearing the cloak in the picture, but. You know, it doesn't have it in the on the action figure, and then I got the other other Which card with the exact same version. figure, yeah. just a different card with uh, an upper. Right, <laughs> and I'm like, that's another one that blows my mind. How did they omit the cloak in that? I know, one? I, don't I mean, know. it's right there think... in your face on the card. Come yeah. on, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is the arena, Bill. You're right. It's all about money, you know. Yeah, they did it on purpose so they could re-release it again. Of course they do. <laughs> Same thing with the uh, well. In this case, there was no difference. But with the uh, Anakin from Revenge of the Sith, they decided to release him Anakin, then they yeah. re-released him with Darth Vader on the you know cover. Yeah, saying you it was a I running mean. change. <laughs> yeah, they, they've done that for a few vintage figures, and it's just like, oh, come they know on. they do know what they're doing. They really know what they're doing. They know uh, what they're doing. Of course, well, like, I think the biggest pro- and we fall for it. But oh, exactly. you know, I, I mean, we're we're really in a big issue with that. Day, we've, we've boy oh boy, have we talked about this in this podcast? Even you and I, Bill, the last one we were on, and Steve, and and uh, what we've all talked about this is forget all these figures. It's the actual availability this year which has been the real problem. Um, you know, it's been dry for even you guys in the yeah. US, which is unheard of. So, it's guess what it's like over here. here? You know, it's like. Um, mm-hmm. It's been cre- – yes, I am crying regularly. I'm crying right now, actually. I would be crying. Uh, we, we never even got Wave 3 of the Vintage Collection. Uh, <laughs> no Gamorrean guards ever made it to this shore for the best of abilities. So. Oh my. I, I still have yet I to see one in the store. And I work in a freaking Target, okay? Yeah, they do. Yeah, and Target, Target gets good figures. I will be honest. We got that Target's- wave, but I never saw the Gamorrean guard. Um, I got to see that. We we talked about this too quite a bit, and it's frustrating for somebody like me. I don't have the funds to buy. Matt Matt is trying to collect one of every one of them. Which if I if I was making some more money, yes, that that's what I'd be doing. But right now, mm-hmm. I'm focused on I want yep. just basically all I'm looking for is the original trilogy figures on the first card they were released on. So Vader on Jedi, I don't want it, and that's just sure. just keep it down with what you know, I can afford right now. And what we, what really frustrates me with the distribution problems, and it's going to hit here soon. Once they clear all these figures out, we're just going to get bombarded with wave after wave after wave is 
I'm sitting here when I have a few bucks and I'm looking for them. I'm driving everywhere yeah. looking for them. I can't find yep. nothing. Now all of a sudden we're going to have three or four waves in a month and there's no yeah. way I'm going to have the money to pick up what, what I want. And I'm going to have to sit there and look at them on the shelf and cry. You know, like you said, I'm like, just sit there and cry right in the middle of the toy aisle because I can't buy this figure. And, of course, when the Gamorrean Guard starts showing up again, there's going to be, you know, some people cutting each other. Did your soul rate. Get these figures. <laughs> I'm more crazy. I'm going to I'm going to cause such hatred here from from probably you guys and everyone else, but we have to bear in mind and step back a little bit from our crazy collecting addiction that we all have. It's a little bit of plastic on a piece of cardboard. We're, we're you got to bear in mind. I know that it's so beautiful. Trust me, yeah. I'm, I'm you know I'm a huge <laughs> but collector. It's so beautiful. But sometimes I've got to step back and go. Like for example, even Peel, the little Clone Wars guy, I just reviewed him and I'm looking at him. I'm going. Okay, dude. So you're reviewing a little uh, one-eyed bald yeah, midget with big ears and a ponytail. Um, what am I doing? Yeah, it's you know, there's a they've got us by the short and curlies, but things like Wedge, for example, it's it's been re-released before so many times that figure, and all they've done is just change the head. And there was guys paying three hundred and fifty-eight dollars. What the France are you doing? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, that's, that's you know you got to at some points and just as you you said, Chris, and quite wise <laughs> to do is you got to step back and go financially for a minute. Hold on a minute here, this is bananas. This is nuts. So, um, a pinch of reality is always a good factor, and um, you know these figures are going to get re-released at some shape, format, Saga Legends, some card. They're going to come. They're going to come again. That's for sure. But. Uh, exactly. It'll eventually be. <laughs> In our collection, let's put it that way. Yeah. I want the Gamorrean Guard on, on a vintage card, but also I love the idea. Why can't they just throw three or four of them in a the battle pack? Throw those out there because I'd go nuts. Because that's just an awesome figure. They did an awesome job. And I hadn't even seen it in person. I've seen so many images and detailed pictures of them. They, they knocked it out of the park with the Gamorrean Guard. Yeah, that's kind of something I think you'll see probably in a couple of years' time, two or three years' time for. Um, <laughs> Uh, an anniversary of Empire, or at some point, maybe when Empire Strikes Back comes out, sorry, Return of the Jedi comes out in 3D, you'd probably get a couple of these old... Now, remember, we get recycled part of the Force figures from 10, 15 years ago in battle packs. So there's no reason why when you know Return of the Jedi 3D mm-hmm. comes out that you don't get three vintage collection Gamorrean guards and a, and a look finally with the cape that you want from the, you know Jabba's Palace. And you'll probably buy it like me. So um, they're super articulated. They look well, good. These things will get released. Oh, yeah. These things will get released without it. And even better looking, exactly. And even better looking. <laughs> and it it amazes me when Hasbro says they they didn't uh, realize yeah, the demand yeah. of these two figures. And I'm like, uh, okay, the wedge, the wedge. I can, I can kind of give you that a little bit, even though he's the only other rebel to survive all three films, and he's hugely popular with the X-wing series. But the Gamorrean Guard, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody loves that character. It's just a cool character, and the fact yeah, that they put the cloth skirt. And oh my gosh, three <laughs> weapons in there. Oh, so I think it's, I think it's clear to us now that that Gamorrean Guard is an awesome figure, which it is, un- undoubtedly an awesome figure, probably the best of the year, I think. But the um, 
Okay. <laughs> but, but there is the risk factor that Hasbro have. I mean, I've seen so many, I think, awesome cantina aliens sit there and become peg warmers. You know, there, there was guys from the 30th yeah. anniversary collection, I think it was Ellis Hellrot, the kind of skull-faced guy, who came with a whole section of a bar. And he swung on pegs for yeah. like a year here. I, you know, so... Me too, me too. Yeah, and I mean, I grabbed them. They were great characters, so I think, but you're right. I they, think they obviously they, they just got the mass wrong in the Gamorrean Guard. They but, really, uh, really did it wrong. Yeah. Um, well, they had, you think they missed, I think they just probably misinterpreted that this is a army builder. I mean, how many do we see in yeah. the film? Plenty. There's quite a lot. Yeah, I, no, I they, did, they, they, did, they did. And even things uh, like the Ark Trooper Commander, bit, so. the uh, Fordo. <laughs> Um, I think you know, you saw one on a shelf, didn't you? Somewhere that mm-hmm. in one of your videos, oh, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> and 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 I picked them up as fast as I saw them. I just put them back on the shelf <laughs> to record, but I didn't let anyone get near that because there was like this one oh, retarded look, exactly. looking at it, and I'm like, oh no, I'm taking this home. <laughs> yeah, I only, I actually, I only saw that entire wave without low grade because I still have not seen low grade. Nice, but I got low grade. You got him. My friend found two of him, and my friend was not nice enough in getting me one. He got one for himself and left the other one there. I'm like, I hate you. But oh, man. the I rest of the wave. Yeah, exactly. He does look great. He's fantastic. Um, But the other figures from that wave, I've only seen them once except for Barris wow. and Han. Those are the only two I've seen at least five times. Well, I got we got lucky because I happened to we got that was some of the last cases we got in, so I got to go through uh, <laughs> those cases, you know, put them on the shelf. Got to work at Target. <laughs> and that's where I got some. I I still don't have the whole wave. I don't, I I don't have Han because the couple, the only Hans that we got in were creased, and I'm like, wow. uh-uh, nope, not paying nine bucks for a creased card. But yeah, I did I, a friend of mine that works at Target. It's hilarious. He was out on a toy run back when mm-hmm. the Gamorrean guard wave was just starting to hit. And he mm-hmm. walks into, I don't know, Walmart or Target out there. I forget which one. And he found the whole wave. And he yeah, I did it. too, yeah. And he said, well, uh, I'll, I'll get them at work. They'll be everywhere. <laughs> and he hasn't seen it since. And he still talks about that. It's been a really weird year for Hasbro. Even the shrinking of battle packs. Oh, God, we've talked about this so many times. The uh, four figures down to three and the reduced packaging. and they're, they're definitely going through a change as a company. They've got financial constraints put upon them. The the profits have been really damaged because of the weakness of the American dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, all, all that happens is they're trying to keep the U.S. market at, at roughly yeah. the kind of same. I mean, you saw the outcry on websites when they – for you guys, principally put, I think it was Toys R Us, they put this, the price up by a dollar um, earlier on this year, I think it was, and it kind of caused a real uh, stink. Um, oh, yeah. But look, yet again, I mean, overseas, uh, uh, even though a dollar stronger than yours, it's like a dollar ten Australian to, to one uh, US. Uh, you know, we still have stores that try, try to charge $25 for a vintage figure. Uh, now, we don't buy them that way. I mean, I buy a lot of the stuff off Tom Hori and, and eBay and through, thankfully, cases like Big Bad Toy Store or something like that where you can buy a full case. But um, our, our, our average price is around yeah. $15 for Clone Wars or a, a vintage figure. So so think yourselves lucky. Yeah. 
See, that's ridiculous. I hear y'all talking about that. Yeah, well, this is it. But but it's right, again, it's economies of scale and, and, and the way that Hasbro have been affected in your market, the weak dollar, they've got to try and find it somewhere else. And, you know, they're, they're trying to maximize and keep their profits. And uh, I think it's really hard. So and that's another reason why I, I really personally think the distribution this year, they cut back because they just couldn't afford to do some of the stuff. Um, that's why we were swimming in Saga Legends and the hope that yep. people would buy cheaper pre-used molded figures. Uh, you know, that, that basically made them more money. They make more money off a Saga Legends figure than they would do a Gamma Rian Guard. So, but, uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we haven't had here this year, I mean, you see sales on the Clone Wars or the Saga Legends every now and then, and you'll see the price comparison. At, for like say Walmart Target, they price compare each other and they drop down. But you're right, mm-hmm. the vintage never, never. Even yep. when they run them on sale, you don't really. There, those aren't usually added in. And well, Toys R Us, I mean, nine ninety nine vintage figure, and yeah. we're still I think eight ninety nine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, and especially if it's got a crease or something. I'm like, no. And then it pains me to walk away from that Han, even though I'm I want one to open. I still can't. No, that, you're wise. You I, like, I agree with you too. Because because I don't want to pay full You got to watch your money these days. It's kind of hard. So, uh, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Well, and that uh, that guy on eBay that you point out is awesome. I mean, I've actually bought from him, and uh, I mean, he ships very quickly. Yep. Coming from overseas to me, it. Maybe no, I know. It's phenomenal. And, and I like, have to okay, say, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm screwed. If you stop selling, <laughs> I'm screwed. I'm out, I'm out of the game. I just can't afford to buy this stuff. It's it's uh, way, way, way too expensive. <laughs> but yes, Hasbro, I hope one day they can get their um, uh, distribution problems sorted. They're an awesome company. They make awesome products. I can't imagine it's fun to manage the balance books and keep everybody appeased. And uh, yeah, it's it's got to be hard. Yeah, you know, you know, and the truth is, I think and, everyone who listens, listens to our show, your show, Chris, or watches your videos, Nabil, or we we probably are in the minority. Uh, I know we think we we aren't, but you know, there's so many uh, average customers out there, mums and dads picking up figures, grands and grandpas picking up figures for kids, and you know, and I watch little kids in the aisle and stuff, and they, they kind of do gravitate towards the you know the main characters and. I've seen a couple, yeah, they just, you know, they look at some other figures and just go, rubbish. Yeah, they do. You know, we were like, oh my God. So. Yeah. It, it's really been fun to yeah, speak of that yeah. because I get to see some of this sometimes at work. And Scoot was telling me yesterday, a friend of mine that we work with, and he, he with the Blu-ray release, he said there was this young <laughs> kid that had come in there and he was just, off the chain, excited, just, oh, my God, he grabbed the Blu-ray. He's like, oh, my God, I got to have this. And, oh, my God, I got to have this battle pack to go with it so that I can play while I'm watching it. And oh, nice. I see young kids coming up and picking up the vintage figures, and they're not looking at the cards. They don't care. They're looking at the figures. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they want the, the coolest figure that they, whoever they want. And then, of course, always around Christmas time, you got grand grandparents. Yeah. And you, not so many grandparents. Most grandparents know what they're looking for but oddly enough the, the actual parent will come in there i need to find this figure and they'll just come <laughs> in and say i need to find and sometimes it's hilarious when they just describe them and i'm like okay yeah, yeah. there you go right, right there 
<laughs> or something, you know. I'm looking for Django. Or one of the other Mandalorians. And to me, I'm like, are you sure you're looking for Django or Boba? And they're they're like, well, what's the difference? Color, <laughs> different character. I mean, which one? You know, it's 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 funny because they'll come and ask us, "Do you have any more in the back?" No, because I'm, you're, you're one of the well, yeah, you you're look? one of the few I don't have people to look. I already know. Would, uh, would, I mean, would be there. There's I mean, a lot of people. I, there's not a store I go into, and Toys R Us is actually the worst. If you were to say to an assistant, "Do you have any more of this?" and and they just look at you blankly as if like, "Well." They just, you know, th- th- there's no passion. There's no passion, yeah, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they can't all be us, <laughs> They I do, guess. they do. Look, I-, I could talk with you guys for another four hours about this stuff. I really could, but we're going to no. bring the show to a close a little bit. So I just wanted to, uh, first of all, thank you. I know Matt's dropped off a little bit, unless you're still there, Matt. No? No, I think he's dropped off. We lost him. Um but look, Chris, um, yeah, thank you for joining us finally to return that favor of having Whit and I on the show. Um, where can everybody find you? Where's the best place? Uh, is it galacticbinder.com? Would that be right? Uh, yeah, galacticbinder.com, and then just click on the podcast link, and you can download our episodes straight from that page you can listen to them straight on the page or you can uh, look us up Matt, uh, sorry Chris, thank you very much for joining us and definitely we'll way. we'll uh, have you back on the show because we have a lot more to talk about that's for sure lots more toy talk um nabil obviously again thank you again for joining us uh, co-hosting here um <laughs> to give a, a little shout out to where everyone can find you Yeah, definitely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me again. I love having you, man. I, I enjoy being on this podcast. I get to just geek out, I guess. Um, yeah, and uh, well, you can find me on YouTube, Nabil6901, and also on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Nabil6901, and I'll, uh, I'll have pictures posted up of everything that I find that's Excellent. interesting. Thank you again, dude. Much appreciated too, you and, taking your yeah, Saturday night to help us out. And... Um, yeah, you can find me at flyguy.net, www.flyguy.net, and YouTube and Facebook and all those things are linked off there, and links to the podcast too, and uh, we'll have some more shows coming up for you real soon, and we'll see both of these guys back again, so uh, that's it. Another Brewing Conversation anyway is in the can, and we'll see you for another show soon. Thanks again. You can say goodbye, guys. <laughs> or you want to say, no. Cheers. Bye. Goodbye, guys. Be with you. Boring conversation, anyway.